0: Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Differential FPL podcast. Today, we're doing something a bit different. Um, Today, we're not going to talk about FPL. Today, we're going to talk about the biggest takeaways from this weekend, from this opening weekend, and here to do that with me, um, is my co-host Shola Boloni. Hey, Shola, how's it going? Good, good, good. Yeah, excited, excited to be back here. First week of the season. How's it going for you? uh it's going
1: well. I mean, our season starts tomorrow, but you know, I'm I'm actually more excited because of the two of the two guests we have. I'm ready to. See them go head-to-head.
0: <laughs> a lot of head-to-head. <laughs> yeah. right, let, let, let's move it on then. Since Charlotte doesn't have any small talk. So also, <laughs> here, with <me> is, uh, <laughs> also here with me is Habi. Habi, how are you doing?
2: Hello, hello, hello. How are you guys?
0: Yeah, we're doing well. We're doing well. I'm sure you enjoyed the opening day. Well, you're still enjoying it. Literally, We're literally recording right after the Chelsea versus Liverpool game.
2: I'm a bit disappointed, Joe. I mean, good performance,
0: but we should be winning that. Oof, nice, nice. And, and you know what? Let me uh I have one more guest here. uh Alex. Alex is here. Obviously, Liverpool, Liverpool fan. Alex was us doing with us during the summer, and we had so much fun with him that we thought, you know, we'll bring him on a couple times during the season just to talk, you know, about whatever has happened during the weekend. Um, Alex, how are you doing? Did you enjoy that game?
3: I'm very well, man. Very well. Thanks for having me again. Uh, I did not enjoy the game. I saw glimpses of. um I, I do not. I'll keep it real. I didn't enjoy the game, but at the same time, I'm happy with what I think will happen before the window shuts. But we'll get into it. We'll get into it.
0: Get into it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, let's not keep everyone waiting. We can go straight and dive straight into that game. One-one result. Habib said he's actually a bit disappointed by that. I mean, Alex, what did you think of that result?
3: I'll take that. And he should be disappointed because he's dropped two points. And when we, when we get them at Anfield, I think we'll cook them.
1: All right. The last, no, good. no,
3: no. I okay. I'll explain. No, I went <laughs> into detail. The last six times we played Chelsea ended up with a draw, if I'm not mistaken. So I didn't go into this game thinking we're going to win. I went into this game expecting a draw. And what did we get? A draw. The way we dropped off in terms of our performance levels was a little bit concerning. But then again, if you look at the fact that it's a whole new team, especially in your engine. The midfield was was maybe somewhat expected. If you look at the game in in patches, the first twenty minutes we were dominant. Even even the most ardent Chelsea fan will let you know we were dominant. Which means at our peak levels, ten over ten, whenever one is ready, we'll kill a lot of teams. When Chelsea figured out, figured us out, I say again to the game. When Salah's um, goal was ruled off as offside, Chelsea now grew in confidence, and since that point. Chelsea were probably the better team. So, fair play. So, us leaving the bridge with a point, for me, is a decent result. I'm not just happy with a few tactical things I saw my manager do because last season, I was on his neck for those things. They had all pre-season to try and fix these things. I've gone into the new season, and I'm still seeing these things. And I know over the past, over the summer, we all spoke about club and what we think he needs to change and whatnot. So, I would I wouldn't go into it again unless you want me to really get into it. But, I'm still seeing the same issues in terms of yeah. how we play. And for me, that's, not, that's no longer an FSG thing, even though FSG have blood on their hands. This is now a club thing. And I'm one of club's biggest fans, but I'm also one of those fans that think club should go. So I'm saying it from mm. game
0: one, club should go. Let's go. All right, fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. I like how you came I up expect with that. that. All right, I expect I that. So, well, um, before, nice. before so because there, there are quite a few things that you said your opening monologue there that I want us to talk about a little bit. But before we do that, let me give Habib a chance to, you know, get back at you. You know, Habib, you know, he, he seemed pretty confident at the start and, you know, he felt like they were going to get a point anyway. Well, how do you feel about that? Do you feel that Liverpool, I mean, a lot of people thought that Chelsea were actually going to get, get get their ass handed to them a little bit here. I mean, yeah, like, I
2: will lie, like, he's right. The first 30 minutes or so, it was really all Liverpool but... Once we grew into the game, we were the much stronger side. But same thing as last season, struggling to convert our chances. That Alex, real quick, next huh. season where well, Liverpool will be playing, what team?
3: Yeah, you know why. You know why he stayed. But <laughs> you, know you know why he stayed. You know You know, why, you, know why, you know why he stayed. You guys have a gambler at the top, top boy, paying these guys 500k a week, keeping them hostage, not letting them leave.
2: <laughs> Where is Happy? I
3: this thing. You guys told him he's not going anywhere because profana got injured. Let us call it buddies. He's, he's a Liverpool fan. He wanted to come. He spoke to the club. He was ready to come, but you guys just held him hostage and they say, you know what? I'll stay. That's what happened, mm.
2: man. The streets know. Yeah. I mean, he put pants to paper. That. That's all I care about. <laughs>
0: How
2: doesn't matter to me. But, but today's game, he got cooked. So maybe I mean, maybe, yeah, the maybe he's good he with this Maybe right, now. wait,
0: so Habib, wait, wait, uh, uh, Alex, Alex, one second. So Habib, a little bit on that, Kowell today. I mean, do you have anything else to say about the scoreline itself before we move on to what Corewell was like today?
2: I mean, we should have won, but that's about it. We okay. miss chances, they miss chances, but the performers can at least soften it a bit. But yeah, not too mad about it, just to
0: okay. It. okay, fair enough. But I mean, now Kowell came in on this new formation that um, Poch was, was trying out where he tried out three at the back now it seems that like he, he hasn't played it a lot in preseason but it has featured some time so a lot of people were kind of surprised that he came up with that did Kobe look good in that formation
2: I mean he started to get really shaky the compactness mm-hmm. between him mm-hmm. and the rest of the defense wasn't quite there and mm-hmm. he was he didn't protect his blind side with that Salah's offside goal like Salah just mm-hmm. snuck it behind him but after that, he really got into the game and put in a proper shift. Yeah, so, yes, I mean, normal. This is Premier League debut for Chelsea. So yes, but still, all in all, a good performance
0: for him. All right, fair enough. Um, before I actually go to Alex, yeah, I want to ask. You know, let me not leave Shola out of all of this. This new guy that scored, Disasi, big strong guy. I think I'm not sure if United were interested during the summer. But yeah, the we, we were together. linked with him. Yeah, you yeah. linked with him. Yeah, big strong. I mean, the, for the goal, it looked like he left his player a bit. I actually feel like James too left Diaz a bit. How did you see the guy's performance? Not for his well, goal, um, Liverpool's goal, sorry. Well, I didn't. I didn't watch the game, so I, I can't really. Oh comment. yeah, that's true. You didn't watch the game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. You you, you just you just what were you doing? Why didn't you watch it? By the way, <laughs> I was, <laughs> not home. I was not oh, home. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, because you usually go to church. So, let me ask Alex then, since Alex watched it. Your first goal, Diaz, nice goal, came off the back of two players. Two players were on him, and then all of a sudden he ghosted them. Was that pretty much just him showing skill there to, like, evade them? Or was that more of a case of Chelsea defenders sleeping?
3: Okay, first of all, D-man, put respect on that goal. You can't just say nice goal. That was a great goal. (laughs) Yeah, the pass was was bad. That was a great goal. The the pass was bad. So, for those that didn't watch it, like, Shola... Was McAllister got the ball in space? Beautiful ding ball to Salah. Salah looked at Cole dead in his eye and told him, Boy, come, come true. Let me teach you something. <laughs> he, he, he did Cole something similar to what he did Martinez at like, uh last season, like, right? Oh, then my. Then oh, uh with James was oh. <laughs> marking um um Diaz. Next yeah. thing, yeah, Diaz, Diaz shifted, boom, went to the left, Miss James left him. Back like, from <laughs> Salah pass, beautiful pass. Beautiful, so yeah, like yeah. when you see that pass, you like you might wet yourself. The pass was that beautiful, but yeah, dude, so, so I don't think it was only just Diaz. I think it was McAllister, Salah, and Diaz. It was a, it was a great combination going, and it's one that you can tell that they've walked that in training because
0: yeah. it just seems scripted. And um, let me do you, sometimes James gets gets away with murder because everyone just feels like he's a great. Thank defender. you, thank you, thank because you. I know if that was Trent, a lot of people would have. He'll get put cool. Eyes on Trent. So yeah. I mean Habib, you did you what did you think of James in that scenario? Oh no, no, no.
2: I totally disagree.
0: There
2: we go. <laughs> a... Oh no, no, no. I, I mean, I don't James has his lapses, no doubt, but this once you track your runner, you should track your runner, but that's not James's defensive line. That's all Piago and Disasi. And they are lucky behind the So
0: it's hard to fault James in that goal, really, really hard. But I mean he saw him, he I saw, saw him. that Diaz was making a run for it. And it's not like he was covering somebody else. So you could have you could have definitely followed up with Diaz. The fact that he just let him run free. I'm not saying that like you are wrong with your analysis of that situation. I'm just saying if that was Trent, for example, we'll look at it in a very mm-hmm. different eye. We'll say that Trent defensive awareness was bad.
2: Yes. But, I mean, to be fair, we all know why, because it's unexpected of James, but for Trent. I mean it's pretty normal. So yeah. It <laughs> is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> and, and and after the fact
3: of Dima that uh, James was playing as a wing back, not even for yeah, it it wing was. back.
0: Yeah, it was. I was um you know, I mean, James played very high today. Ian and Sterling actually worked at your left side. Were you worried by how easy it was for James to get um crosses in, Alex?
3: I wasn't worried, I expected it. And if you if you if you, if you for those that haven't watched the last two episodes, go watch it. Huh? Where I said, Robertson will kill us this season. Game oh, week wow. one, he's killing us already. I love him. He's a legend, Liverpool legend. But in this system, D-Man, you, me, we have had so many discussions on this particular point. Where and that's the reason why we wanted uh, players of the ilk of White, Coral. There's the reason why. Because this system that we play, and it looks like we're going to play this season, means when we are attacking, strength inverts, we're now meant to play with three center backs. Unfortunately, Robinson isn't a center back. So he still has this rush forward, rush forward, rush forward instinct. And when we lose the ball in transition, any good premiership team will have a competent enough center midfielder who can play a long ball into a channel. And guess what? We have only Van Dyke and Kanate defending. So this is this is a tactic I feel every coach in the premiership is going to use against us. So yeah. for me, yes, yeah, so for me it could be seeing it. And Clubness not to be fixing it is a massive issue. I love mm. Robertson. Let me just say that again. But I think in this system, he can't play it in this system unless it's against the bottom teams at home where we'll see the ball 90% of the time. And even when they win the ball in transition, they don't have enough quality to play that ball, if you know what I mean. Then yeah. you can get away with Robertson. But if we're playing the top games, especially away, we need proper centre-backs playing that formation. Similar to what Arcade does for City. There's a reason why they play arcade there and not Cancelo. Pep, mm. is, uh, Pep Guardiola is not stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Alex. the full-back game has changed a bit. Um, Happy, yeah, just before I bring you in. Player. Funny enough. I just uh, want to say something to Alex. Oh, oh, yeah.
2: Okay, so Alex, uh, a little bit of compensation for bullying you for Oh, Come and take my langsa
0: no, well, so, <laughs> <world game. laughs> Do you guys still own that guy? <laughs> I, I still to give them... Chelsea probably still I'm... own Bakayoko. Now nah, Bakayoko is gone. He finally,
1: <laughs> <nah>, Bakayoko <laughs> left this summer. Finally, <laughs> imagine
3: yeah. after after twenty years. Wow.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, they're <laughs> giving Chelsea are giving all their new players seven, eight year deals. Yep. Yeah.
0: So what are we talking
2: about? We love it.
0: <laughs> so be real quick here on this um wing back. Speaking a little bit more about James and Sterling and how they were playing this week. And funny enough, there were a lot of situations in the prem this weekend where fullbacks were just inverting all over the place. I was surprised. But against you guys, you guys used your more traditional fullbacks in Chilwell and James. I'm sure with the way they play today, you are quite confident of how they'll play this season. If they are not injured, of course.
3: I was I thank you, Demon, for adding that point. But yeah, go ahead.
2: <laughs> boo, low blow, Alex,
0: like boo. Yeah,
2: both of them are already full back. So mm-hmm. even if we play back five, back four, this is how they would operate. I don't really see none of them invested. But what could change is if we go back four, it will likely be just one of them roaming so much because that's how it was the preseason. It was usually James... Performing as a third centre back with well doing up bombing on the left hand side, but yeah, I don't think there'll be any inverted from none of them.
0: Okay, so how did you enjoy Sterling's performance today? I know he's someone that you are not, you are not the greatest fan of. Let's just put it that way. I mean, to be honest, he had a he had a couple of
2: brain mm-hmm. dead decisions, but he had received combined really well on the right, and it led to some of the chances that were created too. So, I mean, if I had to race his game over 10, I'll say this was like a 65
0: for Sterling, so I can't be too mad at him today. Uh, fair enough. I, I thought he did a little bit better. He was. I felt he was a bit more um, controlled in his play. He was always available for a pass and, you know, released James a few times for that For that extra. Mm-hmm. He always gave the good extra pass, basically. He wasn't rushing it, you know. So I, I thought he was a bit better but I, that's still fair enough. You know, it's not like as if he, he popped one goal or popped two goals or anything like that. You know, fair enough. So basically, this 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 uh this game, the offside, uh, what is name? Chiewal's goal. Chiewal came right down your middle, Alex. Was that like somewhere where a DM possibly could have could have could have actually put leg there?
3: Hundred percent, hundred percent. And again, it's it's a typical example of what we've all been saying. So this is not just Liverpool fans now. Even our oppositions are telling us that we need a DM desperately. I can't knock Gapo, McAllister, Curtis Jones, uh, Solop's like That's not their game. A DM is needed to ki- to put out fires. It's that simple. That's what Flacco Fabinho did for us. He put out fires. And that was a typical, typical example. And I hope that that's something that John Henry watches because he was in the stadium. So hopefully he can see that. Listen, if the opposition's fullback is, has enough time to go around your keeper, like, come on, what are we <laughs> doing? <laughs> we yeah, yeah. So, that's, so that's an example and obviously it gets excavated with the fact that we play a high line so that's yeah. double trouble so that's a very bad combination so until we get that DM I think we need to stop playing the high line full stop but as we mm. know Klopp is stubborn so that's something that's not going to change we just have to live with it and hope that we get more offside decisions our way than against us
0: VAR <laughs> <laughs> is hoping that VAR is this, way, this season that's, That's one i hoping for. Liverpool. That's what they like. But <laughs> actually, and this is, and since you mentioned DMs, I guess this is a good opportunity to us talk about this. The news broke on Friday, Shola. I think you were still sleeping when the news broke. But the news broke that, um, I think, was it Friday that it broke that um, Liverpool have um, agreed a deal with Brighton and Casado was going to Brighton? And then... Somebody, Liverpool. Yeah, has, Liverpool. Say, no, Thursday. So yes, yeah, Liverpool, fr- sorry. I yeah, agree so I mean, 2am definitely not sleeping definitely wait I mean, I mean, so you are okay because sometimes when you wake up everybody has already talked about that so that would just be <laughs> with the meme like dude we already discussed this this morning like green the chat so but you know everything that happened that morning in your your like way and your experience how how do you see this um, Kaisedo Kaiseido deal going Liverpool need that DM obviously Chelsea need that DM as well who would you rather I went to
1: I'm happy. I'd rather it go to Chelsea because oh, oh. you add because you don't read Chelsea.
3: Just say shall I say
1: what? You add <laughs> you add Caicedo to that Alex, Liverpool. The
2: boss shall be bullied. You, push, know, be you bullied. add
1: Kaisino be... to that Liverpool midfield of McAllister and Zoboli. We got a problem. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah. they look. I'd rather see him
1: go to Chelsea. And obviously, I guess obviously, because it's no secrets how much I hate Liverpool. So. I'd rather see him go to Chelsea, like, but um, I think, you know, I mean, look, it's now looks like he's going to Chelsea and I think he's going to make Chelsea a much stronger team, you know, like I've said it many times. I sincerely believe Chelsea would be, would be in the running for top four. I do still believe they'll fall short, but I think they're going to be in and around there the entire season. If they but, get Caicedo. but if they even get Caicedo, it even strengthens my position on that. Oh,
0: oh okay, alright, fair enough, fair enough. I think that's that's not bad. Um, that, that's not bad. Um, happy just a little bit here. You know, I mean, you guys were catching all the banter when it looked like Liverpool had hijacked your move. And it looked like, oh my God. You know, everyone was, myself, I was enjoying the battle, and I wouldn't have had it any other nah, way. It was, <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. It was funny. It was funny. I had to get to the that, because in this life, you don't know where battle is, is going to end. But there was a, a quick twist, and it looks like you guys are finally getting this player. Do you know what happened here? I mean, or what, what are they saying out there?
2: I mean, it's just a case of money talking, bro. Yeah. I mean, if Liverpool can't compete, they should fuck off.
0: <laughs> well
2: i
1: think not just that i think well, I know, i'm
2: just messing around i'm messing around
1: <laughs> okay
0: fine go ahead go ahead go ahead, go ahead. talk talk <laughs> no it was
2: more of a loyalty p on kaisero's side the hmm. fact that chelsea had done all the groundwork already had an agreement and i don't know that's the thing this window people have been saying having a pre-agreement with the player first is essential for transfer so this is the first time I'm really seeing it played out, mm. Because most times you could agree at the club is like fuck off, you don't give a fuck about your beat, that type of shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but now the agreement was there, and the fact that's been there for really long, and that's what played it into our hands. So I guess that's something.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's it shows that you know once you've done all this groundwork from the back and all of that, it makes it more easier to get the deal done and for the player to be on your side in case of stuff like this which begs the question um, Alex Liverpool just seemed very scattergun approach you know you look like you were going for Lavia and you were going to get Lavia for uh, for whatever amount it was but all of a sudden you changed your mind and went for Kayserou who is even more expensive for more money than he was worth so that was a that was a weird ass change there so what really happened there with Liverpool and what? yeah go on Okay, so let me, tell, let me tell you what's happened. Liverpool like
3: Latvia. They don't love him. They love Caicedo. He's, that's the long and short. We look at Lavia as a player that we, we like, we want. He'll do a good job. He'll come in and he'll make us better. But in Klopp's mind, he's not worth that figure that um, Southampton are quoting 50 million. He's thinking we will go 45, maybe 46. So... If I'm club, will I push the boat on game at 50? Yes. But I even think that boat might have sailed. When it comes to the whole Caicedo thing, I think we just saw a window of opportunity. And I think um the, our owners were pressured to just bring it out the dick and swing it. In. That's pretty much what, what I think happened. Because Liverpool, when when I keep hearing people say Liverpool don't have money, people Liverpool are a poor club. I just laugh. Well, I think all four of us on this on this platform are football people, so we know. When people say things like that, it's just the wrong narrative. We, we're top five in Europe in terms of revenue being brought into the club. So we're not we're not broke. Our owners just have a very, very frustrating model. Self-to-buy, sustainable model. It's, it's, it's public knowledge. You type, if you go on Google, you see it. We as fans don't like it because we feel six years ago, eight years ago, that might have worked when we didn't have a lot of clubs like Man City with, with Arab owners or owners who are ready to splash. Now the landscape has changed. So that sustainable model can only get you thus far. You buy 40 million pounds players, 30 million pounds players. But when you have the likes of Chelsea spending 105 on Enzo, you have even the likes of Arsenal spending that amount on rice. You got Man City about to buy Paqueta for over 80 million. You can't just keep you can't just keep pulling out Mo Salas and Manes or players like that of 30, 40. You might need every now and again need to go out and spend on like an 80, 90 million player. Coupled with the fact that a lot of these smaller clubs, especially in the premiership, because the TV money is so big, they don't, they don't feel like they're forced to sell. So they put crazy prices on their players. So the likes of Polinia and Cole are being, are being quoted as £19 million plus players. So you either pay up or you just go look for those gems. And, 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 I'm, and I'm mentioning that because I don't know if you guys know. We're looking at a midfielder from Fluminese, Andre, for like 15 20 million. So we're trying to do that whole Brighton thing where you go get the player from the source. Because in the next year or two, that player might be 80 million. So, we're also looking at that option. But just going, bringing it back home, the whole Lavian and Caicedo thing, I think it's a situation where we saw an opportunity. Chelsea dilly-dallying. I think Brighton hit us up to just say, listen, if you guys want this guy, put up the bread. And there's a reason why we actually bid 1-1-1. We didn't bid one oh because Chelsea bid 100. We didn't bid 102, 105, went 1-1-1. Because we knew Chelsea were going to struggle to go above that figure just due to FFP. I've read from reliable sources that that's been the issue. So what Chelsea are trying to do to just make sure they 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 keep the books proper is to try and offload certain players and not commit more funds to certain players. There's a reason why they they told Tyler Adams don't don't come no more. So that 20 million goes back in their pocket. There's even there's a reason why they're telling Brighton we can give you some players. And there's a reason why even now, 7 p.m. UK time on Sunday, Chelsea have still not agreed anything with Brighton. Don't get me wrong. He's going to go to Chelsea, but my point is. Chelsea are trying to make sure the, the numbers align. We knew that it's gonna, Chelsea are going to struggle to actually go past that 1-1-1. One, one, one. Chelsea are going to do it, but they're going to have to like, you know, if you go to Taylor and tell Taylor to just, tell me just patch my shirt here and there. That's what Chelsea are <laughs> doing. It
2: might, come back and buy them.
3: it might come back and buy them in two, three years' time. It might not. Because we all know that this whole FFP thing, like, as long as yeah. you've got money, you can beat it. So I think Chelsea yeah. are gambling, here, yeah? And it might work in their favour. Because ask yourself, why have we not pulled out? Typical Liverpool and typical club would have just said, you know what, we're not, we're, we're walking away from the Caicedo deal, but we've not because we're still trying to see if Chelsea can actually make cook uh, cook the numbers. And this is this is this is facts, this is not just Alex's opinion. I've spoken to same people who who know what's going on, and that's what I've been told. And like I said, yeah, yeah. this is going to go to Chelsea, and I'm sure maybe it'll we'll be announced at some point tomorrow. Then we'll, we'll we'll be back to square one to look for Lavia or Ducore, but yeah, that Alex, was happening.
0: Alexander Cavi. That's it, bro. <laughs> 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 Alex, you, <laughs> you, you bought out you, you bought out a lot there. So Shala your head was actually up. So why don't you go ahead and, and see what were
1: Yeah, through. so Alex,
0: I we, I want
1: to go back to you mentioned the Lavia thing. Uh, you yeah. said you felt like Club didn't think he was worth that money. Worth it. Yeah. But yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. You guys went as high as forty-eight million. No,
3: no, that's Chelsea. We went we were went forty-five. Our last okay, was 45. You went 45.
1: OK, if you could go 45, why couldn't you go 50?
3: And like, and like I said, like I said if it was me, I would. And that's why that's one of the things that frustrates me with Klopp. And I'm sure you already know, he's very big on, I want the right player. He doesn't like, oh, plan B or someone else, or oh, let's just get Lavia. In his mind, he's thinking, because trust me, if Klopp really likes Lavia, Shola, he'll be running the red shirt by now. It's obvious that he's looking at him like, OK, if I don't get my first target, I'll go for you. That's what he's looking like. But if I'm Club, I would have got the boy because I've watched him and I think he will be a great player. Personally, I think he will be. Club is probably looking at it from the angle of he's 19. We've got Stefan Bacchetti who'll be back in three weeks' time, who's 18. Uh, okay, what happens there? Maybe that's what he's looking at. He probably wants someone who's a little bit more experienced. He probably just thought, uh, Caicedo, 21. He, everyone is saying I should go for someone like him. Caicedo is actually a game changer. Let's put that money in. But
2: uh, I
0: totally agree with enough. you. Fair enough, fair enough. So, Abi, I mean, let me actually go to you now, because you guys have been the winner in all this a little bit. Yeah, you are getting Lavia, I are getting Caicedo. So what? It's a midfield of Lavia, Caicedo, and Enzo. That just sounds. That sounds nasty. I mean, as much as it sounds so
2: nice having three of them, I think it is overkill and a bit inefficient.
0: I agree. Mm. Yeah, why? I agree. On, I mean. why Why is that over yeah. here?
2: We need one or the other, not necessarily not
0: both. both. Thank you.
2: Yeah, and we why still do you need, need that-
0: no, no, no? I don't agree. I don't agree that you don't need both because your midfield, who's in your midfield right now? Let's just say who's in your midfield.
2: I don't know, as it is, yeah, yeah, we don't have a starting team, but let's say we get one of them. So, mm-hmm. like for DM backup, there is uh, what's his name? There's Ugochuku, there's Andre Santos. Okay. For so Enzo back up, there's Chuku there's Galaga. So mm-hmm. I don't see the need. But if we get Caicedo Lavia, Caicedo is the better one. So mm-hmm. Lavia's development will stall a bit.
0: No, oh me, I was looking at it at the fact that if you got Caicedo and Lavia, you would play Caicedo, Lavia, and Enzo. And, and Enzo. Enzo would be the wow. more attacking player.
2: Yeah, but like he's not really the AM type. His own creativity is kind of like from deep. He can still push forward, but I think I'll play Enzo behind the striker.
0: Mm. I mean, no, I won't, it doesn't necessarily have to be the striker. You can be like a Missoula kind of guy. Play on the right side or on the left side of the fence. One guy will, yeah. will like sit at the back, you know. So I feel like if you got Lavia and you got Caicedo, I think you would start both immediately. Because, I mean, think about it. Would you rather start Lavia or Gallagher?
3: Chelsea are not getting Lavia, uh, uh, Demon. So let's just let's just. Oh, why do you Harry. think
0: they're not getting him? Because I, I could have sworn I saw deal. I have
3: it on good authority that they're not getting
0: Lavia. They're hmm. gonna get. Uh, it, there we know? go. Alex Romano. <laughs> 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 good. Enough. So why why are they not getting him though? It looked like everything was wrapped up. It's, it's all
3: it's, it's all power play, and I'm sure Habib can can will, will tell you more. Uh, uh,
0: Habib, is this is this is this just that I've not heard of? Where is this just coming from?
2: I mean, I'm saying we want both, but ideally, I don't think we'd get both. Because after even Labia, I even Lavia look at it like if we get Kaiseno, he's not on the play. And this is also because of Poch's preferred formation, which is a 4 2 3 1.
0: And on
3: top so, of that, D Man, okay. exclusive, we've, opened, we've, we've we opened talks with Southampton over Lavia.
0: Oh, you guys, be open talks about, with Southampton. Yeah. Does that I mean we
3: never I don't know.
0: I think Liverpool are gonna get Lavia, To be honest, I actually don't think. Yeah, what was Chelsea that meme does... that you sent to the group chat? The one with that um, Nigeria comedian? That shit is too funny. Oh, the the Chelsea
3: guy that was dancing, asking for no, Kassi, no, 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 him?
0: not even that was the one with um, <laughs> the one saying uh, when um, Liverpool come back to talk about um, Lavia. Oh, oh. The guy... <laughs> 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 not the one that uh, Nigeria comedian. Um, wasabi, wasabi. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that shit is too funny. Well, so I mean, because I was going to say that when you guys go back to talk about Lavia, it's going to be a different conversation now. Because now they know that you need him, you need him die. So, how, how do you guys actually get a better deal for Lavia, Alex?
3: Bro, I I, I couldn't tell you to be on being brutally honest. Because <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I think we've, 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 we've scored an own goal with that one. We're going to have to, we're going to have to pull out all our, all our scopes. Because I agree, Southampton Chiefs can come back and say, we want 17 million now for Lavia because you, you've got money. Yeah, I don't know how right. I don't know how, yeah. I don't know how we're gonna get around that because we should have wrapped that up. But like I told you, I think we saw a window of opportunity with Kaicedo. That's the reason why we just thought, you know what, we'll just sneak in. Because Brighton, I don't if I don't know if you guys know Brighton gave a deadline Thursday midnight UK time to, to yeah, sell. So Kaicedo. Sold yeah. to
2: the highest bidder. Highest bidder. Mm-hmm. So yep. Chelsea
3: came in at 100 and we came in at 111. And I repeat it's the reason why we went one one one. So we just thought, okay, boom, we beat Brighton agreed. But I think with Uboli being the kind of guy that he is you can already you can already tell the American guy he doesn't want to lose he's a bit of a gambler he's he, he flew in to take control of and he probably looked at it like a, like an embarrassment which I get because imagine they've been talking to Kas for three months and we come in less than a day we get him that would have been that would not have gone down well with the Chelsea fans because I'm sure Shola even said he joined a few spaces Chelsea fans were angry. <laughs> and Abdoli is quite big on social media, so I think I think he just said, you know what? Nah, I'm not letting this go. So he just said, we'll, we'll try and make these numbers work, and that's what they've been trying to do. And I can't blame Brighton to be fair, because at the end of the day, if someone's coming back with one one five, they'll they'll say, okay, take it. I bet you, if we go and drop one twenty, they'll come back to us again. It's just gonna be one of those ones. Can I blame no. Kai? though, no,
2: I'll he's say yes hard.
3: or no. No, because at the end of the day, he wants he wants his bread. But I think I said, when he was saying, oh, loyal, Abibi said earlier that he's loyal to Chelsea. I, I, I don't think he's loyal. If Real Madrid come tomorrow, I know for him, 120, say, you better gets injured, they come and say, Kayser will want you tomorrow. He will tell us how he's been praying about Real Madrid for 10 years. The guy, the guy, <laughs> comes, the guy is clearly, he's clearly twerking for everyone. He, he's, twerking yeah, for United, yeah. he's twerking for United, he's twerking well, for Arsenal, he's twerking for Real Madrid, and now he's twerking for Chelsea. Facts,
2: so <laughs> name, that's, that's true. true.
0: I mean, I mean, do you have a response to that? Because that, that's that one is just a see where you Just came out decimated your your whole cassette. Is <laughs> one of us, you one of us, yeah. No, no,
2: see, that's never true. Because no, no one even knows the details of the contract offered to him. All he I do, he wasn't I do. i be no you guys gave Singapore him adjuster. 120. I'll be by no, you gave him 120. We match. going to give him what we going
3: no, to No, so no, then we matched the 120. Then you guys now came back to him and said 250. So what? That's- no, my nigga. No way. Way. That's what
2: Chelsea are offering Kayserdo $250. you will see. <laughs> no, okay, fine. We'll see. We'll see. No, who the fuck is Kayseri get 250 That's Chelsea for you, though. <laughs> my bro, the weight structure at the club has even changed. We're not adding out stupid contracts like that. But, but, but this guy, buy, happy. You're but not happy.
3: 115 mm. on Kaisedo and offer him peanuts. You guys are offering 250. Reliable
0: journalists, we would see. We would see. No one thing I know about Chelsea. Go. One thing I know about Chelsea is that they can offer so basically, what Chelsea can do and what Chelsea have been doing is they find a way to offer say 200 300 K a week, but in a different kind of way, right? So, what they do is that they give you all these either they give you all these long years or they give you these random ass bonuses. Right, but I think once they do that long year thing that they do when they make it eight years, it makes them able to give like what if Arsenal give a player two hundred k on five years, Chelsea are, Chelsea are able to replicate that by increasing the number of years that a player is supposed to be there. So I know that Chelsea can dodge it up a bit. So I understand what Abi is saying when he says two hundred fifty k, because you probably tie that guy. Out, uh What's his name? You probably tie yeah. uh, eight year contract. You, but, yeah, you probably time now was like eight year, ten year contract. So by the time they now tie him down to that and they say, Okay, fine, we'll give you 150k, it looks like it's still, but in reality, they are paying this shit for eight years, bro. It's not for four years or five years. So I can see what and obviously if they don't if when you sell the player, if the player does not want to leave, you have to pay him all that contract, you know, you have to pay him all that money. So I mean, Javi, what do you think of that? Why do you think that he cannot be collecting 250k at Chelsea?
2: Because when the terms were negotiated with him, yeah. Yeah, it was without the consideration of any other team in mind. And when Liverpool swooped in, we didn't have to renegotiate with Caicedo. Mm. And you get, because yeah, he basically told them, fuck off.
3: That's oh, wow. Okay. I mean, so, okay. I, mean so, I, I, so, so, I know. I know. No, Dima, Dima, what Why was the medical booked? You can't see what's that, People need to understand that there's fake news yeah. and, there's, and there's real news. This guy had the medical booked, his agent told him to hold up. He Was in London already. Chelsea already held him up in London, and I get it. Chelsea had been talking to him for three months.
2: <laughs> Chelsea held,
3: held him up, not literally, but you guys were already talking to him as well. He was already, everything was already patterned, and that's fine. So mm-hmm. we came yep. up, we came, we matched it, we agreed with him. He, we had, he had medical books. This is facts, yep. he had medical yep. books. So you can't say, We well, told us up then agreed medical. Like, that doesn't work, it doesn't work like that now. Like, we know it doesn't work like that, but you guys now came back and offered him more through his agents. This, see. Go on, we'll follow what the real the journalists are saying, and they and that's facts. And I can't, like I said, I can't blame him. Every agent Give wants me names. Wants which which
2: said, journalist should I follow? Which
3: journalist? I'll so I'll send it to you because there are quite a few of them. It's not it's not forget Fabrizio. He's a Chelsea fanboy. Forget him. Don't follow the <laughs> <Yeah. guy>.
1: <laughs> But oh you see, to add what Alex said, because yeah, I read, I did read something along the lines of. Kaisido became very open to joining Liverpool. Yes, because like I said, there's no the medical. Even for I think Fabrizio was confirmed yes. that the medical was medical. booked. Because it doesn't make any sense if if Kaisido told them he has no interest. The then why are we booking book, medical? <laughs> it won't.
0: Yeah, fair enough. So um, you know what? I that's think we've done. Alright, no, <laughs> go on, go on, go on. I'll be no, no
2: no, 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 no. That that's pretty fair, of course. Yeah.
0: So the time will surely be agreed before a medical be booked. Yeah. But at the same time, there's not
3: talks about. Training. I know you know not about cup. I get it. I get <laughs> it. No, you know what's so funny?
0: Very soon this saga will end, in like the next week or two. Less than, less than, like, like less you know, than the week. Do, we'll see. Is- we we'll see, and we'll hear the whole gist. You know. We'll and hear I've already gone. As so, as well.
3: The D- D- man, I've already gone yeah. to my village people. Game week three, when Casado <laughs> plays with Chelsea, ACL loading. Boom, boom,
2: boom. <laughs> out of the Let's not I, pray I for don't that. subscribe to that. I don't Let's, subscribe not that.
0: that. Nah, Let's not pray nah, for that. Let's not pray for that. But but I get what you mean. And since we've been talking so much about midfielders here, so I want to talk about another midfielder that was balling this, this weekend. And that was Tonali for Newcastle. Shola, did you at least watch that game? I
1: saw
0: the highlights, man. <laughs> I saw I saw the
1: highlights of that. Okay. And, um, that was a bad yeah, game. he, he t- Tonali, he looks... I mean, I, I liked what I saw from him when he was in Milan anyways. Very, very quality player, and then him and is and then Isaac. Woof. Well,
0: Isaac is a bad newcastle, boy.
1: Newcastle, Newcastle, yeah. newcastle is gonna make noise this season.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way they played and the way they trashed uh, um, Aston um I mean, Aston Villa at one point this they, they stopped being uh what's the word I look at? They stopped running back to be honest, yeah. and they and they kept a high line. So Liver yeah. like the remaining two goals from I think one was both of them were from Barnes. Or one was Barnes and Wilson. Yeah, there you go. Those last two goals, I feel like those goals, those guys are just like, you know what? Um, where... Where... Where there's no there's nothing going on here. Also, they lost Mings at the start of the game. But Habib, you watched that obviously you did you watch the full game? Which the, you you assume... as well? yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I was I was out. I didn't watch the game at all.
0: Oh, okay. You didn't watch the game. So I'm guessing only I Alex watched it, you know, you, yes. you, but you
3: know, now, Dima, you know what, you know what, football people, you
0: watch it. Maybe <laughs> I've been to press, yeah, I should do even do stuff. <laughs> I mean, go it by the so There wedding. you go. So, I was right. I got the, I got it, I got the tick corrected. There you go. So, I mean, I watched him, um uh, totally, and I watched Grimares, and both of them in midfield, they looked really strong, Newcastle, and the big body types. What did you make of them, Alex? Um, uh, I
3: I've, interesting midfield combination. Bruno, Joe Linton and Sonali. I think that midfield is going to cost a lot of trouble this season. Like you mm. said, big body. Like They're big, they're strong, they're tenacious. They can go forward, they can defend, put a foot in. I think I think that midfield, especially against Villa, to be fair, the first 20-30 minutes was a little bit 50-50 because both teams are playing well for some reason. I don't know if it's because of Tyrone Mings injury. It's not uh, it's it's like Villa just switched off, and and Newcastle just kept getting through them, getting through them. So if you look at the fourth and fifth goals, it was like it was like Liverpool playing high line. Like what was going yeah. on
0: here? Like, yeah, and, and it's crazy because they were already getting their ass whooped. So for them to play that
3: play high line, yeah, it, it was, it was
0: ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Maybe they were trying to I don't know equalize. You know, you never know. Night Ney nah, sometimes he just he loves his basketball kind of game sometimes. Yeah, maybe that's what he was going for. But you know. That, that obviously 5-1 and happy they're a big threat to, you know, do you guys, Chelsea, the way you guys are constructed, a lot of people will be thinking that you can actually get back and overtake them this season. Do you see your guys actually working hard enough to take Newcastle down? Or take, yeah, I to, mean, to finish above them, sorry. I really need to see who
2: else comes in this window because we don't have the finished article yet. I feel we are still lacking in Two, three more positions. After, after spending, spending one summer. billion, Habib, bit Fear
0: God now. <laughs> no, 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 no! Calm down
2: now. Calm down. Calm down. We spent two. <laughs> injury that was not foreseen.
0: Fair enough. Go on. Go Man,
2: on. That needs replacing. A DM in all our spending. How we've not bought one, but we are finally going to get one is so baffling. Then another top quality striker. Well,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot even our
2: yeah, but that one and they are confused. What's one him today? Don't want him, so
0: there's nothing certain with that. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And and speaking of uh, of strikers, you know, no Jesus for Arsenal as well. So they played the Edding off front. Shall I know you definitely at least watch that one. Yeah, what did you think of of, of Arsenal's playing that game? A lot of there've been a lot of blowback, but well, not a lot of blowback. Let me not say that. A lot of fans were annoyed that. Arsenal allowed Nottingham Forest to creep back into this game. Into the game, how did you feel watching that game?
1: Yeah, I felt like at two 0 Arsenal just relaxed. Mm-hmm. Like Arsenal, like I felt like Arsenal were not trying to just kill the game off. Because let's be honest, two 0 is a is a pretty tricky scoreline.
0: Yeah, because
1: yeah. once because once the opposition scores one, it opens up. A, you know, it pretty much opens the game. Because like we saw, once Nottingham Forest scored there was a lot of pressure yep you no know? there was a lot of
0: pressure there, there was was wait, wait, hold up hold up there was, i would say there was a lot of pressure
1: there was pressure it was a bit nervy was, but, okay let me say okay let me maybe not pressure maybe that i used the wrong
0: word but it, was, it got very nervy yeah for the fans for the fans it looked like it got nervy for the players they didn't seem that nervous i don't what? i didn't take them as nervous i don't know maybe, maybe i felt like they were in control of the situation Yes, not now for
3: but us. I actually, think your no like. point is that it, you, you didn't need to do that. You didn't yeah, do that. Exactly.
0: We didn't need to
1: get there. My point yeah. is, you guys, like Arteta you know, was not proactive yesterday. With his changes? Yeah. Like, for example, mm-hmm. like once the goal came in, that's when he knew that he wanted to shut, shut up shop.
0: That's yeah. when
1: he wants to bring get, Like, even if fine, you're not trying to go out and kill the game. I think you should have, if you want to make that, that kind of stop, you do it earlier. You make that kind of statement earlier because like, once Forrest goes into the game, they believed that they could get something out of the game. And, you know, unfortunately they didn't. But I felt like it was just a situation that you put yourself in that you didn't need to put yourself in.
0: Fair enough. I, I, I sort of agree with that as well because, like you said, by the time we're bringing Gabriel in, we're bringing Gabriel in when, you know, like you, right after Forrest scored and Forrest started to believe That they could, you know, they could get the win. If you wanted to bring Gabriel in, you could have brought him in like maybe 15 minutes before the game ended, when we're still in total control of the game, and you know, you just ride it out. But obviously, that was a reactive change. Even his um his first few changes were not were not very good positive changes. Demon, who's
3: who's Gabriel? I know about Gabriel. I don't know who Gabriel. Gabriel, sorry, Gabriel,
0: (laughs) Gabriel, (laughs) Gabriel. Gabriel, I know, I. But funny enough, before they scored, we had actually just I said we Arsenal had actually started creating a few more chances to kill off the game. But yeah, right, they did not kill off the game and because Walla. Now, to another to a club that actually managed to kill off the game, Man City, 3 0 so easily, and they brought on that new left back. Uh, I'm not going to say his name because obviously I always wreck his name. But, but but Habib, yeah. But yeah. Habi, what did you think of them? Who Arsenal? No, Man City, Man City.
2: Ah, normal, normal. Those ones, <laughs> business as usual. Not nothing to say. But I mean, Pep walked the league without KDB before. But now I think it's things different. might be a bit yeah because yep, yeah. there's more quality in the league.
0: Yeah, and the city
2: too haven't really. I mean, they're not just regular city. They're playing more labeled. I don't know if you get me.
0: Yeah, I mean, now, yep, I agree. One of the other things I noticed is that even without. KDB, the main guy in the middle there that seemed to take control of everything, and I don't know if you saw this too, Alex, was Rodri. The way oh, Rodri yeah. played this weekend was very interesting.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, and I I think it's expected. He's 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 believing in himself even more. It, the first year he came in, no one rated him for obvious reasons because Fernandinho was still there, and I think it's just normal. With any any big player in a big club, with more time you get, the more responsibility you, you get. If you if you're about that life, you will step into that position. Last season was his best season. People say Colin is yeah. the best DM yeah. in the world. So obviously, in his mind, he's thinking, okay, I I need to start even showing myself even more, showing more of my attributes, taking more responsibility, taking more chances. He's a DM, but he can pop up with a goal or two. So I think I think we're going to see more of that Rodri this season, where take more chances, be that man in the midfield, because KDB is not getting any younger.
2: There
1: you but go. You Go on to, To touch on Rodri, because even Rodri's importance has really grown over the last two seasons, not just last season. Because where, for me, I felt like over the last two seasons, he's been the most important player, personally. Like the season before and last season. I think last season was where it really stood out. That like, okay, this guy is the main guy. Because two seasons ago... Quite, you know, Rodri scored about six or seven goals. Yeah, he used to score and not really just any goals, important goals. Yeah. goals. Rodri comes up with big goals.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, he, he, like, he showed himself. so
1: like you know, I've, I've always felt that, and you know, his the way he plays, he makes that city team sick. I feel like city are a Rodri injury away from not being like guaranteed title winners.
2: Well, oh, definitely, he's their most
0: important player. He's City's most important player. Fair enough. And then, um, talking about another team that's also at the top of the table, uh, I would say they are Chelsea's feeder club. So maybe I should talk to you about it. Because I know one day, you guys are going to go back <laughs> for the Zerbi. <laughs> you guys are going to go back for the Zerbi. God you know. Yeah, a straightforward 4-1 win against Luton there. What did you make of that? Was that just a regular, you know, come get your beating and be going home kind of beating?
2: Yeah, I mean, from last season we could see it's like that guy has really done a number of I mean, Potter was great, did all the groundwork, but he's come so and taking them a step further. And like the way they play; like they're so phase, like like they are not a fucking meat table team. I don't even get it.
0: <laughs> I mean, Alex, how did you see their game this weekend?
2: I think that like, game.
3: similar to the City game, business as yeah. usual. Yeah, similar to the City game business. But, but to be fair, it was a little bit tight for the first 75, 80 minutes. Because I think at 88 minutes, it was still 2-0 or 2-1. I can't remember. But I think the last few goals were late on. So to be fair to Luton, they hung in there. But it's Brighton. Brighton are at that at that club where, you know, regardless of who they put on the pitch, they will still deliver. This guy had James Milner playing right back at almost 50, 50 years old. <laughs> and he, and he oh, it's today. Yeah, so, yeah. So Brighton are that team. Obviously, I don't think I don't personally. I don't think they'll do as well as last season due to the fact that they're in Europe this season. And I think there's so much you could. It gets to a point when you've sold your good players, and the ones that you've brought in to replace them are not just quite as good. It will catch up catch up with them at one point. This season you lose McAllister, you lose Caicedo. the might lose one or two others. Yes, they'll do well. But add the fact that it's gonna be Europe for them. It now that the squad will be tested. Then but in saying that, the Zerbi, Liverpool's next coach. I'm I'm putting oh, that in the <laughs> Not Steven
2: Gerrard. <laughs> no, 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 forget Steven Gerrard,
3: man. Let, nah, that Steven
2: Gerrard dream is still
3: alive, bro. Let, let him get his coins in Saudi, man. Stay there.
0: Man. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um before we go, okay, I guess we, we should mention um, West Ham a bit here. Just because, I mean, they played with Bournemouth, just 1-1. But the main reason why I'm mentioning them is because they're fine, they, are, they are taking Maguire off your hands, um, Shola. Yeah? Might not be anymore, might not be. Sorry, say that again, Abby. I said might not
2: be. Talks are slowing down over oh. Maguire's um, contract, yeah. So what does Maguire stay- want?
0: Does he want to be director of football too? I mean, uh, he that- needs his coins. This guy, everything is really, like Maguire wants so many things. They hear so, that he's going to be the captain of West Ham as well. So wait, this That's is it. this is the latest that I the
1: latest, even though the latest reports is not the most reliable. So I don't really, you know, look take much into it. But they're saying that they might, you know, they still haven't agreed personal terms. But you know, more reliable sources say he's personal terms are not an issue. He's going to be West Ham's next captain. And he's going to take a pickup because we're going to pay him off. The the, the remainder of his... I think the remainder of his salary. Because he's on 190K a week. And it looks like West Ham are saying they can't go more than 100. So I think... So basically, I think it's a... We're paying him 5 5 million, I think.
0: Just to get him out.
1: Just to get him out. So I think it's just a matter of when not if, mm. you know it looks. You know it looks like it's. Is he's gone? It's just a matter of when. I think it's just a couple of details that I think still getting sorted out. But I'm pretty confident that by then by the end of the week, he should be a West Ham player.
0: All right. so, <laughs> I see a big giggling there. It's when that Delhi came to Chelsea. He nearly He's came to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so to to end this, to end the show here, uh, I was just hoping that uh we could just say one thing that we've learned from this from these games in the last this weekend, uh, obviously Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know, it doesn't have to be anything too much. Just you know, to quick thing. So I'll start first, so that you guys will say what I want to say. Um, uh, I was just gonna keep it simple. Something like Newcastle. They show that they are still going to be a big threat this this season. Their midfield is, is mental. I also, the fact that they have Barnes, they can switch between Barnes and Gordon is, is is very spicy for them. Because what that means is that when teams get tired, when the fullback gets tired, they can easily just bring in someone like Barnes to run them down. Pretty much what he kind of did against Aston Villa anyway. So that's the first thing that I would say I learned this weekend. Um Habib, do you want to go second?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll talk about Burnley.
0: Go like, on.
2: It's such a big contrast with from going with one to playing almost the Sikita can bro. Like, the fact I'm that they Burnley tried it. Play. Go yeah, on. Like, I'm saying Burnley play football. It is not just making any sense. We are all <laughs> in love going Ashley Barnes, bro? Fair enough. Do you think they do well this season? I mean, they won't go down. That's all I got. It. Yeah, I all right. think
0: Fair so enough. too. Alright, so Now you can go now. So,
1: what have you learned this weekend? Um, I think my takeaways are obviously, City are still the best team in the league. That's for that's for starters, and um, I think, well, to be honest, I'm still hesitant on making a conclusion on Brighton because, like Alex made a point earlier, Luton held it to two one for a while. You know, I think it was just a. It was just like the third goal, for example, was purely Luton giving, literally handing Brighton the goal. Like I don't know what the defender was thinking. He chested the ball right to Adingra's leg, like he set him up for a sweet volley. Like I've never seen. It's quite. It was quite incredible that match sales. <laughs> like it was quite an incredible like match selling. Yeah. So like I think, like I said, I think. Brighton are a good team. They have good players, but you know, again with the Europe in mind, like I'm I'm still I'm still not ready to jump on, you know, everybody everybody loves Brighton, but for me, I'm not ready to jump on them yet. You know, Newcastle, I'm i I'm sold because what I saw yesterday was wow. You know, they look good. Right, so, um nice. and I think with Arsenal, I think um Arsenal, I think I my take was I feel like they've not fully sort like the new players have not fully like gelled use gelled like like Harvest Rice. I mean I think Rice played well. I think Harvest had a decent game as well, despite all the people saying he was useless. But personally, I think he had a decent game. Um, but yeah, so that was basically it, what
0: I my takeaways from this weekend. All right, fair enough. And um, I said things you learned. I didn't say your takeaway. But you know what? Because it's takeaway too. What's <laughs> the difference? Whatever, man. Whatever. You, you just say different words. Alex, please, can you take us... Can you give yeah. us your Your takeaways from this weekend? <laughs>
3: no, okay, the, things, the, the things I've learned on my takeaway from this weekend, a couple. I think this season, James Madison and Mo Salah are going to be top two assists. Kings in the premiership. So for all you FBO folks, don't go buy KDB stocks. Go get <laughs> Mosa and, and, and James Madison.
0: Yeah. Go so on. Game
3: week one and from my season from preseason. I think we're gonna get a lot of assists from both from both players. And I, I think that's also coupled with the fact that both players are playing in systems where they are expressing themselves even more now. Like the Spurs manager, he loves attacking front foot football and James Madison is gonna be able the set of everything they do. Do you see yeah. today alone? He had two assists. Salah, yeah. Salah in preseason had like six or seven assists in like three games. So I'd already said that this season I think he's going to do a lot more assists. I think he's now he's comfortable in his position as I don't have to be the guy at the very top. I can pass now because I've shown everyone that can score. I think now he wants to show people that he can actually assist. So watch out for Salah assisting a lot this season.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's a very good takeaway there. And even the um, James Madison one because I watched when I watched the Spurs game the first thing that struck out to me was Spurs pass it around a lot, but the main person, when the ball gets to Madison, that's when things start happening, right? That's when the two pass will get passed or that's when, that's when the attack suddenly gains pace. And today he was, he's also like, he takes all their set pieces. So like, you can see that this is a James Madison team. And if I'm not mistaken, when Son went off, it was James Madison that he gave the number 10 to. Sorry, not the number 10, the captain badge too. So that shows you how important he is, is going to be for the team. I don't know if anybody else saw it differently, but I, I, I think he was wearing the badge when Son went off, if I'm not mistaken. I had to check it, but I, I could have sworn him because the commentator said something about, you know, in number 10, when the captain band at what's it called? At um, Spurs is like a familiar site or something. But anyways, I thought he played well as well. So that's a good takeaway, Alex. So thank you guys for coming on the podcast today. I really appreciate you guys coming on, Habi and Alex. Um, hopefully by the time uh, next week comes through, this drama of Caicedo, of Maguire, all of that will be done with and we'll have more time and more opportunities to talk about them. So thank you guys. and Thank uh, you all and we yeah,
3: that football guys. is back nice one yeah. guys yeah, thank and you all. and thank wait wait wait, wait wait wait. one last point tomorrow yeah. we're all going to be laughing at United when they get that L <laughs> yeah let them get
0: that L let them okay wait maybe oh Rash... the... a 3-2 a 3-2 loss Rashford 3-2 and, and Luke Shaw yeah, Rakshawa that looks sure goals. That's why. I mean. oh, and three. Then the music. last minute, last
3: minute on goal by Onana. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that I, can't,
0: I can't wait for that trip tomorrow. I can't know, for that. You know, funny thing is that that would be such a united thing to happen.
1: If he gets tripped <laughs> again. If he gets
0: as well if he gets tripped again, oh my god. Maybe the, the he gets tripped and the ball hits the part then he hits his head and it's goes it. in. Oh my god. So I die of laughter. <laughs> I think I'll let you so take you negative. have one. And have a good week. Bye bye.
2: Okay, thanks bye. all uh